it is a subject that cannot be exhausted um, and it is not about the love of Christ nor his grace his mercies those cannot be exhausted either why I like to contemplate a little is about the presence of God you know we don't think about it a whole lot we really don't think about the presence of God enough if we do our lives will be different a lot of things that we do which are not honoring to him we would have made different decisions I remember some year ago year ago in Jamaica um, we had um, we were doing a little play and it was about somebody came inside and was stealing something okay so they were stealing something and there's somebody out there saying someone is watching so the guy looked through the door and he said oh I don't see anybody he looked the other way I don't see anybody how come you say somebody's watching he said God is watching oh. but you see we would have done we would have made different decisions if we know that the Lord is always seen us in what we do and what we say we have a beautiful psalm psalm 139 if you ever want to contemplate the presence of the lord go to psalm 139 there are other places in the in the word about the presence of god but psalm 139 is a beautiful passage to contemplate about the presence of the lord but before i go to psalm 139 we're going to look at somebody who made a big mistake huge mistake in their life we go to the book of Jonah. Um, Jonah should have known better. Um, the book of Jonah. Okay. God told Jonah, I have a job for you. Simple as that. I need you to go to Nineveh. So just let's just read a couple of verses here in chapter one. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amatia, saying, Arise and go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry it against it. For their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose and flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. How is that possible? From the presence of the Lord, he went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid his fare and went down into it to go to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. In his mind, um, running away he, he had his reasons why we won't go into his reasons why but he was trying to get away from God is that possible with that let's turn to Psalm 139 Psalm 139 
says, Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down, my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend all my my path and my my laying down and acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high. I cannot attain to it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend in heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, even there um, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. And it goes on that you form me even when we were born, he already knows us. So what can we do? Jonah thought he was going to hide from God. But it's kind of like when the human in us kicks in because he knows that he cannot hide from God. Because Jonah has a relationship with God. God has sent him out before and he, he did what God says and the result was good. But this time, he didn't like these people. So he didn't want to go. So in, when the human in us kicks in, we can do crazy things. The word encouraged us to be in the spirit, to be controlled by the spirit, that we don't do, try to do crazy things like these. Jonah tries to hide from the Lord. And I and when I look at the map, where he was going, he was going in quite opposite direction. In other words, no way he will not find me. I and even if he finds me, it's impossible for me to get back there. But God had other plans. It says in Psalm 139 here that you have searched me and you have known me. As a matter of fact, this passage is just, just nice to read and not even make any comment about it because it's so self-explanatory that the, even in hell you cannot hide from the presence of the Lord. And I wonder today how do we how are we enjoying his presence today? In what way are we enjoying his presence today? We remember the scriptures. It says, For where two or three are gathered together unto my name, there am I in the midst of them. So we are conscious of his presence with us today that as we gather together, the Lord is in our midst. He's in our midst. It's beholding what we do. He knows the contemplation of our heart this morning. He knows everything about us. In the book of Hebrews, it says all things are open and naked to the eyes of him 
with whom we have to do in the book of Hebrews. We have in Second Samuel when when Saul was anointed to be king of Israel and you know he, he was the first king so he will have to measure himself against God because God being their king all this time he's fighting battles and everything for them now the first king will have to measure up himself against God because he wants to be a good king when the day for for them to announce everything to all Israel he couldn't be found he was hiding Saul went hiding they said where is Saul no nobody knows but you see what what we don't know God knows so guess what they did they inquire of God you see God knows they inquire of God they ask God where is Saul God said he's hiding behind the equipment and they went behind the equipment there he was can we hide from God no we cannot Isaiah 57:15 I am the lofty one who inhabits all eternity. That's what he said. Isaiah 57:15 He inhabits, inhabits eternity. He says um and we have we have in when Israel was coming from Egypt and because of their unbelief God says at a certain age I think 25 age or higher None, well, he gave an age when none of those who enter, who came out of Egypt, these men will enter the promised land. And you know what? They all die in the wilderness, and God says, Okay, when the last one had died in the wilderness, God said, Okay, it's time to go in the land. Ah, not even one can slip through the cracks. God knows, He sees um, in Exodus chapter 3. He said, I to Moses, I have seen, I have heard, I know, and I'm come down to deliver. See? God seen the affliction of the people in Egypt. He heard their cry, and he knows everything about them because they're taskmasters. He says, I am come down to deliver them. So there goes, we cannot hide from God. He knows what we're hiding behind. And we might as well just be honest with him and tell him all about us. He knows about us already, but he wants us to confess to him. He says, if you confess your sins, I'm faithful and I'm just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In in Psalm, I think Psalm 16:11. In Psalm 16:11, there's a beautiful verse there. We quoted it all the time. Psalm read verse 10 he says for you will not leave me in Sheol leave my soul in Sheol nor will you allow your holy one to see corruption 
you will show me the path of life in your presence there's fullness of joy at your right hands are pleasures forevermore in your presence there's fullness of joy are we enjoying the presence of the Lord are we enjoying the fullness of his presence this morning as we gather together one more time to remember our blessed Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ you know I always think that our just a moment with Christ will be will supersede our best time here on earth do you think just a moment with Christ I know we've been having good moments here on earth I mean wonderful moments and these moments on earth is to prepare us for the time with him that's why he allows us to be happy and joyful because that's what we're going to enjoy forever with him but one moment with Christ will be better than our best time here on earth may we be faithful to him knowing that he sees he's not there like like watching like a peeping Tom that's not that's not what God is doing he, he uh, we should know that he's seen us in everything we do he said whatever you do do it unto me heartily unto me whatever your hands find to do do it heartily unto me and not unto men because God is he's being he's with us he's for us he's in us you know think about I used to sing this song so big that he rules the whole wide world but so small he lives in me what a great God that's a great mystery and we got to believe that He's so small, he lives in us, but he's so vast, he rules the whole wide world. There's nothing hidden from his eyes. That's the Lord that we love and serve. We did not always love him, but he first loved us. He washed us for, from our sins, and he brought us nigh to God. May we continue in his presence, knowing that his presence there's fullness of joy, and at his right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. God bless his word. For his name's sake. Amen.